talks about customer focus, for instance, but in real life, its frontline employees hate customers. Okay, maybe they don't hate hate them. They just disdain them for getting in the way of what they'd rather be doing, like getting home by five. Or a company has a mission that crows about speed to market, but its managers have, let's say, a high tolerance for bureaucracy. Or a company that has a mission all about delivering innovation, but the people who run things demote or fire anyone who takes a risk and fails. Not good. Good is when the alignment between mission and behaviors is seamless. In a company with a mission about customer focus, employees ooze empathy. They hand out their cell phone numbers so they can be reached after hours. They take complaints about poor service personally. If they had their druthers, they'd go home with every product and try it themselves to make sure it was working perfectly. Maybe we exaggerate a bit, but you get what we mean. Mission and behaviors have to be two links in the same chain. Now, if you've ever read our books or columns, you may be wondering at this point why we keep using the word behaviors instead of values. After all, for about a decade, we've invoked the word values in the same context. Values was, you might even have thought, our favorite word. It was. But we found values can be a confusing word. It's too abstract. Too often people hear values and they think you're talking politics or culture, as in family values. No. Plain and simple, we're talking about how people behave at work and how their behaviors bring the company's mission to life. So, behaviors it is. And, to return to the topic at hand, the only reason to talk about behaviors at work is that leaders need to be very public, very clear, and very consistent about what kind of behaviors are needed in order to achieve the company's mission. Back to the Nielsen story. Right after Dave Calhoun announced Nielsen's new mission, he also announced the three behaviors that would make it come to life. The first was open-mindedness. That was a change, to put it mildly. People thought we were a market research company, Dave explains. And what kind of people succeed at a market research company? Really smart people who perfect their algorithms and don't want anyone to see those algorithms because they could steal them. But if we were going to dominate the space of knowing everything about the consumer, we needed people who were open to data from every source and willing to work with everybody, not just the people who understand their algorithm. The second behavior was a passion for integration. Nielsen's growth lay, Dave believed, in its people loving, not liking, loving, the process of mixing, matching, and synthesizing market research coming at them from every single angle, largely thanks to the explosion of big data. Growth also lay in Nielsen's capacity to make sense of all this information for their clients. And so the third behavior identified to drive Nielsen's success was simplicity. The digital world is getting overwhelming. All the data out there can just about drown you, Dave explains. In such situations, people often find a way to argue two sides of a case that just muddies the water for everyone. If we can make a recommendation to a client in a